a lot of times, you know, people just dump their animals. Those are the animals that are in shelters. They're not bad. Right. You know, yeah. get them. Please and, adopt, don't chop. Yeah. And a lot of times they dump, I mean, working at the animal hospital, I'd show up, I'd show up to open up in the mornings and there'd be a bag full of kittens. Everyone and welcome to Life with the Sherry on Top. I'm Sherry Hagan, and I'm joined today by my friend Jamie. Hi, everyone. Well, I'm so excited that you're here again. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. So today I wanted to talk about pets and adopting versus shopping. And um, boy, we're both, Jamie and I are both very passionate about um, animals. I know I'm going to piss some people off by with this particular episode, but I can't help it. I'm sure I will, too. So um, going back to when I was 19, I think I started working at the animal hospital and I was a receptionist or a, like an office person. I was checking everybody in and, you know, but that got me interested in the field. I then decided to pursue becoming what I thought I was going to become a veterinarian. And here I am podcasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that didn't exactly pan out. But um, I did go and uh, I went to school to become a veterinarian and became a veterinary technician, a licensed veterinary technician. One of the things you had to do, and I don't know if they still do this, it was the most devastating thing I've ever had to do in my entire life. But at the same time, I feel like they probably still should do it because it makes you passionate about this particular subject. One of the things you had to do to become a licensed technician was witness a mass euthanasia. And the reason they do that is so that you're passionate about talking to people about getting their animals neutered. So like literally like the dog full, the dog, the dogs and cats in a gas chamber in one room that came from the shelter that no one adopted for yes. however many days. And then they just euthanized. Yes. Oh yeah. Like devastating. Right. Did you like, I would have cried for like a week. I, I seriously, I can't even picture it in my head because I will become hysterical. So that is something that I am incredibly passionate about. You have to get your animals neutered. It is not, um, a mean thing to do. Every man in the world is like, I'm not getting my dog's balls cut off, blah, 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 blah. It's the same as fucking getting a vasectomy. So shut it. Just they get pain medicine. They're right. not awake. It's <laughs> right. all good. Yes. Just do it because there are so many animals that are um, unwanted in this world. And there's so many reasons behind that. The number one reason, in, in my opinion, is pure stupidity. Like, people just don't care. If you're going to adopt an animal, first of all, you need to realize that you're adopting it for the rest of its life, right? We just had this discussion because we had a sick cat, and I've spent thousands of dollars oh. on that cat getting yeah. swallowing stuff or whatever, and people are like, just get rid of it. 
just give it away. I'm like, what? So my kid gets sick with the flu and I'm just like, can you just take them? Like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to spend this money on Tamiflu. Like, <laughs> see you later. Yeah. No, they're a part of your family, right? Now I get that there's some cultural differences sometimes. And, you know, people have, people in the country have, you know, barn cats or whatever. I'm not saying that I don't understand that portion of it. What I am saying is if you don't need 7,000 barn cats, <laughs> get, get, get your animal neutered. You know, neutering, by the way, is the generic term for spay and castration. Okay, spay is what they do to females. Castration is what they do to males. But they don't, everybody just says neuter because it's less, I guess it sounds less invasive, yeah. right? It's gender neutral. It's gender neutral. <laughs> it's very 2023. <laughs> so yeah, I did want to talk about it because, so I've had animals my whole life. I know you've had animals. Yep. Did you, when you grew up, did you have animals as a kid? Uh, we did. We had barely that I could remember because after I know I was in grade school after we had our last dog and then we had no more dogs just because my mom had five kids. So <laughs> there was no room for anything else at the point. But I mean, we always had some type of, you know, hamster, a, yeah, a lizard, something. But yes, I grew up with every, like everyone in my family having cats or dogs. My grandma had two cats. My aunt and uncle lived on a farm. They had Barn cats, they had chickens, they had the whole thing. But they were all responsible. No, but everyone's cats were spayed, neutered. Okay. The whole, we didn't have any of that. Not, no, one, no one had litters of puppies like in the corner of their, yeah. you know, basement. Yeah. I think my number one pet peeve is people who, oops, my dog accidentally got pregnant and now I'm going to sell these puppies for $1,000 a piece. So annoying. I just saw someone advertise that on a social media site the other day, very close to where I live, the, the town over. And I thought that was completely illegal. Oh, no. Nowadays. No, no. And they were like, no, they, you, as long as, you know. Yeah. No, no, one's, can... no one's investigating them. I mean, come on. Our government's not sending people out or a state government, local <laughs> government to investigate someone selling a puppy for $1,000. They are not. And it's still legal anyway. So, I mean, you can do what you want to with your pet. And believe me, I know it's the whole freedom. You can do what you want. Yada, yada, yada. I'm just saying that if you were to witness what I witnessed, you would never, ever do this. There are reputable, reputable breeders out there for the sake of the breed of the dog. Preserve the, the breed. That's the right. dog. Yes. yes. You can go to if you're a highfalutin society loving, I gotta have this pedigree behind my dog person, go to a reputable breeder, not a puppy mill that sells to all the pet stores in the world, not a, you know, Joe down the road had had puppies. So let's go check that out. If you're doing it for the good of the breed, do it with a reputable breeder and do your research. If you're looking for an animal to adopt or to include in your life, let me say it that way. If you're looking for an animal to include in your life forever, please adopt. And we're coming up on um, holiday time. 
and that's a huge, huge time for pet shops to make all their money because people go, oh, my six-year-old wants a puppy. And then they go and they buy a puppy in the window, you know, and then they bring it home and they go, oh my God, puppies are so much work. And by the way, they are. Like when you get a puppy, it is like having a baby. You have to get up. You have to make sure they go out. They don't, their bladders can't hold it eight hours. Their bladder is the size of a walnut. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> if you're going to train them, I mean, there's so much that goes into it that people don't realize, except, oh, look, my six-year-old is thrilled, is so happy crying on Christmas morning. Yeah. Puppy kisses everywhere. Right. And by January Two 1st, weeks later, after it's crept on the rug three times. Right. Exactly. Every day. And like, shoe to shoe. Right. Yeah. See you later. See ya. Yeah. And it goes to the shelters. So I do want to talk about that um, as well. And this is um, a dirty little secret in the, in the shelter world. There are obviously no-kill shelters, and they are fantastic. But many of the non-kill shelters, what they do with animals that have not been adopted is send them to a kill shelter. Therefore, their hands are clean. They didn't, they didn't kill them, right? But somebody did. It's absolutely positively terrible when you have to watch. I, honestly, I want to say there was probably close to 100 animals. And by the way, it's not a humane euthanasia when you're doing it in a mass gas chamber. You watch them suffer. You watch some of them die. You watch suffocating. Some, yeah, literally. You, well, you watch you watch all of them die. But what I meant is, you watch some of them die sooner rather than later. You watch some of them suffer. You watch them. It's it's horrific. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, so I'm very very passionate about please 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 neuter your animals. So all all the animals that we ever had when I grew up, we had a dog when I was. Very small. Oscar was a German Shepherd, and I think I named him Oscar after um, Oscar the Grouch. Uh, Oscar was a great dog, and when I was five, I think, um, Oscar disappeared, and mom had had said that Oscar tried to attack her, so they put they put him down. Now, that's something that is um, a bone of contention between the family members because I get different stories from different people. So, <laughs> so I don't know what actually happened. I was five and I was asleep. So, oh. and then when I woke up, Oscar was gone. Um, and then after that, we only had cats because quite frankly, they're a lot easier to take care of. Way easier. And then when I was in, I think I was, in freshman in high school, they got me a puppy out of the blue, a German Shepherd puppy. Because I, I had always said, I want another dog. I want another dog. I want another dog. And out of the blue, they got me this German Shepherd puppy. I don't know where it came from. I don't know. I have no idea. Right. And we had the puppy like two days. It slept in my room 
I was the one getting up and, and I was happy to do it. Believe me, I was so excited to have a dog again. And then I went to school one day and I came back and the puppy was gone. And I was told that the puppy was just too much work. And uh, it just ripped my heart out, right? First of all, why? Why would you do that to a kid? Why would you give? The first one disappeared. Now the second one's right. gone. Yeah. Like horrible. Right. It's like traumatizing to a kid. And I was a young adult at that time, but whatever, it doesn't matter. You just don't do that. You know, my mom had said, yeah, it's just too much work. We got rid of the dog. And I, I don't know what happened. I mean, I, I really, I have no idea. And then again, with cats. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you ever actually have a pet for like? Well, so I had cats. Right. Right. So I've had cats my whole life. I've I've had two dogs, but not for very long. And that was, you know, the family had the dog. I mean, right. It wasn't you. They weren't five and gave you like a dog. No. And were like, it's you go walking around around the forest by yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I still don't understand that whole second puppy thing because. I mean, I was the one getting up and taking the dog out and I was putting in the work, you know, but whatever. It happened. Well, food's expensive. Vet bills are expensive. You know, that's another thing. Yeah. Pets can be as expensive as people. Or so, more sometimes. Or more. Yeah. yeah. So that's another point to talk about is, you know, just getting them vaccinated every yeah. year is several hundred dollars. And then the checkups and then, you know, the dog ate the shoe and I don't know where the shoe is. So the shoe's somewhere in the dog's <laughs> stomach and, you know. I mean, when I worked at the animal hospital, the surgeries we did, you know, were uh, right around holiday time. There was a lot of cats eating tinsel and then it gets bound up in their intestines and it can kill them until we go in and, you know, literally scoop the stuff out of their stomachs. It's disgusting. I mean, it happens every year. You know, dogs, dogs can't eat chocolate. I've, I've done, I've been um, in surgeries where dogs had got into a box of rat poison. I mean, dogs are dogs. They just. Which points out another great point too. You have to be responsible yourself if you want to be a responsible. Pet owner. Pet owner. Because you can't leave your socks on the floor or your dog's going to have 15 in their stomach. Right. You can't leave, your kids can't leave Legos around. Like yeah. you have to, it's a whole process to make sure. And you should adopt. Yes. Only adopt, if you ask me, but, you know, that's a whole nother part of the pet ownership thing. It's just not, you know, adopt, don't shop, but make sure you actually think the whole thing through. Yeah. And what it entails. Your nice plants sitting on the floor. Right. Gone, you know, instantly. <laughs> or pooped on. Yeah. Or peed on. Or, or eaten. Or And your dog's it. dead or your yeah. cat's dead. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you have to watch the, what kind of plants you have in the house. Yeah, everything. With cats, you can't have poinsettias in the, or poinsettias, however you say it. You can't have them at Christmas time in your house because they're poisonous to cats. Well, you can, but your cat will be dead. But. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, you know, chocolate for dogs. I've seen dogs come in with, you know, having eaten chocolate and we have to pump their stomachs and... It's, um, yeah, and it's not cheap, people. And then 
the bigger the breed, generally I say the bigger the problem. So, um, like I was dating a guy, gosh, oh my gosh. So there was another dog. So, uh, I was... (laughs) The forgotten the dog. forgotten dog podcast episode one <laughs> C. Uh, yeah, so I was dating a guy who was a plumber, and we were living together. And this was I don't know, I was nineteen or twenty, I think twenty. And um, and he came home, or actually, I came home one day from the animal hospital, and and there was this chow puppy in the middle of my living room, and. I said to the person I was dating, I was like, what's with the dog? And he said, oh, well, they couldn't pay me, but they're chow breeders. So they gave me a choice of puppy as payment. And I was like, um, okay. Does that work with children? Because I have quite a few. (laughs) (laughs) So I came. Oh, my God, this is such a. Okay. So this is actually a good story on what not to do. Um, first of all, they weren't a reputable chow breeder. They were idiots who had a chow that they bred. Okay. So I sat down on the floor with this five-week-old puppy, I think, maybe six weeks old at the time. And the dog charged at me. It's five or six weeks old and it's charging. Now, chows are notoriously aggressive as a breed, right? So I was like, yeah, we're not keeping this dog. And he was like, the hell we aren't. And I said, seriously, the dog has aggression problems at five weeks. Wait until it's 90 pounds. And, you know, so huge argument. And then uh, what was decided was, I would take it to work. I will actually talk to the reputable chow breeder that actually did work. uh, Not work. Sorry. She went to the animal hospital and I called her up and I said, can you come look at this puppy and give me your thoughts? And so she did and she came and looked and she said, yeah, this dog's got to be destroyed. Like it's way too aggressive. And so I told my boyfriend that. And of course, he refused, you know, so then it became well, it's his payment. Yeah. Right. I mean, he did all that work. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was I took the God. Sorry. I took the dog um, every day to work on a very short lead and had to socialize the do- and work hard at socializing this dog. And when I tell you, you had to break the dog's spirit. I'm not joking. It took months. I mean, months of work to get this dog to not viciously want to attack anybody. It wasn't just me. It was anybody that came near it. So I had to bring it to work and socialize it there. I had to, I would take it to Jewel on my days off and have a a short um, choke collar. And you know, everybody wants to come up and pet the dog as they're walking out of the door and he would charge at them and I would pull on his choke collar to teach him not to do. I mean, it was a whole thing, right? I wasn't being mean, just for the record. I never hurt the dog. Long story short, 
I don't know, six, seven, eight months later, this dog, I, the dog finally, finally broke and was like, oh, you want me to be nice. You, <laughs> want, <laughs> you, you want me to have manners and actually right. Right, be a good dog. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so it, it was a long, like, I can't even tell you how long this was. It was a very long time of, of people screaming at me and telling me like the next, the, the woman across the street, because I would try to teach the dog who we named Chewy. I would try to teach him how to walk on a leash. Not that hard, you know? Well, the minute anything went around this dog's neck, it just froze. So I would drag the dog around the block. Oh my God. And this woman would scream at me for, I'm going to call the ASPCA on you and <laughs> tell right. them that you're a horrible dog. And I'm like, the dog just has to learn to pick up its feet. I'm, I'm not hurting the dog, right. you know? Well, I'm, the other option is euthanize it. You right. know what I mean? Because it's aggressive or it bites. Tell the neighbor you want it to come over there and eat you. Like, right. Yeah. It's, it was insane. It, it really was insane. But it turned out to be a fabulous dog. And then, then the dog had hip dysplasia. Yeah, it was probably, it's inbred, obviously. It's yeah. a backdoor basement right. breeder. Yes. And by the way, that does still happen with reputable breeders. But um, the whole point of a reputable breeder is so that these things don't happen. Right? right. So now I've broken this dog and now it's a great dog and will listen to everything that we say and tell it to do. And now it has hip dysplasia. So even with my discount at the animal hospital, it cost me $1,600 to have the surgery done. And then the guy and I broke up and he took the dog. That's so, a stab in the heart. I mean, just all that work. All that work. Plus you fall in love with the dog. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And he took the dog. My point is the bigger the dog, the bigger the problem. Right. So hip dysplasia. Um, just there are dogs running around a backyard right now that are now screaming in pain because they just tore their ACL. That surgery is going to cost you $7,000. I was going to say my cat seven years ago ate something foam. One of my poor sons still thinks it's from his science kit. Aww. Aww. Um, but that surgery, all care for the cat at the time, who was two years old, was $2,200. For the surgery and the aftercare, that's not the before care trying to figure out what was wrong right. with the cat, which yeah. was probably hundreds of dollars of blood work, you know, thinking yeah. got pancreatitis or, right. you know, his kidney you failure, know he ate right, or whatever. So altogether, it was probably $3,000. And I can't tell you how many people were like, bro, get rid of that cat, put it down, whatever. I was a single mom at the time, divorced. Yeah. With four kids, this was like their, we got the two kittens like right. a couple months apart. Yeah. How do you, sorry, just killed your new family member. Right. Like, it's costing too much money. So we just got rid of them. Yeah. You're next if you don't take a bath yeah. and brush your teeth tonight. Like, so I couldn't think. And the kids were little then. They don't understand. No, of course not. You know, yeah. they just know mommy took their cat and now it's never coming back. So no. Yeah. We spent like every last dime. We canceled cable. We were like yeah. eating peanut butter and jelly. Like, See, this is why we're friends. They cost a lot of money. Like, you know, yeah, they do. I mean, and most animal hospitals will do like a payment plan or whatever, or at right. least they used to. I don't know if they right. still do, but 
But another point to adopting is, yes, you will pay an adoption fee. It will be much lower than any pet store, you know, or backdoor breeder you could go to. Because I don't want to knock reputable breeders. There are, there's a place for them. Um, But you're going to get, they're going to have all their shots. They're going to be neutered. They're going to come with as clean of health as you can possibly get any animal to start off with. I mean, that doesn't mean we don't know what's going to happen down the road, but, you know, just another check mark of my adopt, don't shop, please, you know, reason to do so. Yeah. So you saw a sign somewhere nearby with these dogs. Do you like whenever I see those signs, I want to take them down. I haven't for the record. I have not, but I do want to take them down like, okay, I you don't need to advertise this, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I told, and then I want to knock on their door and be like, you know, why, why are you doing this? But I don't, again. See, I do have self-control. I know people who shall remain nameless that have gone to, quote unquote, breeders, uh-huh. reputable breeders, they are not, in other states. Okay. To get dogs. And the minute they take them to a vet, they're like, this dog has, I mean, I'm talking puppies. These are not adult dogs that do have hip dysplasia, have developed kidney disease, whatever. And they're like, this dog literally is so ill. Yeah. Like, we're probably going to have to euthanize it. I'm like, this is why I adopt. The, yeah. uh, uh, anywhere you adopt from a, a reputable shelter or, yeah. you know, even the ASPCA, they cannot give you a dog that has not been vetted, that they have tested to make sure it isn't aggressive. It, you know, yeah. all of these things. It is your best bet, 100%. Yeah. You know, instead of the $50 puppy in someone's backyard, which, by the way, that's not how it works anymore, but it used to be, you know, oh, we don't want to pay the $100 adoption fee, so we'll get the free dog. Right. From the guy who dog accidentally impregnated every dog in the neighborhood or, yeah. you know, whatever. Not worth the $50, $100, even couple hundred dollar difference. Right. Ever. Never yeah. worth it. The shelters do what they can, obviously, and they're doing it. They're doing a fantastic job, right? What I don't like is, you know, because I went to some years of veterinary school, I know enough to be dangerous is what I always say, right? Nice. And so nowadays they're, they're neutering animals way too young. It, it should be at, at six months. Oh, yeah. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, when, you, when you're adopting, uh, like we adopted Clover and Bailey, whose name were Helga and Heidi, I think. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that changed immediately. Um, but our cats that we have now, when we adopted them, Bailey, I think, Clover was older. She was six months. I think Bailey was eight weeks old and had already been spayed, which is not the way it should be done. Right. That was um, our one dog we got. That was a German shepherd mix um, from the County kennel. I lived in Arizona at the time and we literally adopted her because they were like, if she is not adopted tomorrow, that's it. And they're like, we have 15 dogs that are going down tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, they had like 200 dogs there. Right. Um, so, of course, I'm like, we're taking her. She was covered in fleas. Oh, yeah. It was disgusting. Um, but we took her and um, 
They were like, sorry. They're like, come pick her up tomorrow. She'll be spayed by then. And I was like, what? What? And she yeah. was still nursing in oh her sleep. Yeah. Like would roll on her back. And we had another dog at the time, a border collie. And would try to nurse off the male border, border collie. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, so she had to be way underage. And yeah. they had to neuter her. Yeah. It's or weird they did how they neuter do her. Whatever. That actually reminds me of another story and another dog. So <laughs> there were four dogs. There are mystery dogs coming out of it. <laughs> out of but, everywhere. But this one. Okay. So here's the story. So I was married the first time. This was in my 20s. and we used to smoke cigarettes like both of us used right. to smoke cigarettes so i went to the cigarette store and i'm using air quotes but it was an actual cigarette store that sold cartons of cigarettes for cheaper than you could get them at like jewel or the gas station or wherever so i went to cigarette store to buy a carton of cigarettes and came home with a dog so <laughs> what happened was Buy two cartons, get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was there was this dog. So the, the woman behind the counter was the sad sack of potatoes. You know, she just looked at her and you knew she had a hard life. You right. Know? And I walked in to buy the cartons of cigarettes and which, by the way, I don't smoke anymore and don't do it. OK, moving on. There was a dog behind the counter in a cage. And so I'm checking out and I said, what's with the dog? It's a black lab mix, you know, probably about nine months old. She said, oh, it's my puppy and I'm trying to find a home for it. And I said, why? And then she started crying. Oh, it's a whole thing. She started crying and she's like, well, my husband beats me and the kids and the dog and it's not fair to the dog and and I'm looking at her like what like <laughs> okay this is how this is how wrong my brain goes sometimes all I could think was did you check the back and make sure the kids weren't in a cage back no. there <laughs> like <laughs> no it was just the dog so I said let me see the dog she opens the cage and the dog won't come out and it's it's shaking you know and so i get down on the floor and i'm trying to coax the dog out and it eventually by eventually i mean i i was at the store for like 2 hours right and and so it eventually comes out sort of out half in half out of the cage and it puts its head in my lap and I can see that there's an open wound above the dog's eye. And I said, do you have a leash for the dog? And she said, yeah. And I said, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. And she said, okay. And so I put the, you know, it was just one of those cheap rope things that, you know, with a loop at the yeah, end. Yeah, the loop, like you, the vet uses when yeah, they give you your, yeah. Exactly. So. I put the leash around the dog and I'm starting to walk it out of the door and the dog is limping. And so I get it outside and I sit down on the sidewalk on the curb. Actually, I'm really like examining the dog and 
So it's got, it looks like a stab wound over its left eyebrow. When I looked at the dog's, because I was checking the dog's legs and feet because it was yeah. limping. When I looked at the dog's feet, the, the pads of the dog's feet were bloodied. Like there were no pads anymore. It was just blood. So I walked. Really trying to dig to get away. So I walked back into the store with the dog, holding the dog, because now I don't want the dog to walk anymore. And I'm sure the dog didn't want to walk anymore. You know, I said, what the fuck happened to this dog? And she started crying again. And she said, well, it wouldn't shut up this morning. So my husband tied it to the back of the truck and <gasps> dragged it around. OK, was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. This is what people do. I seriously. I do not get it. So I said, okay, well, I'm taking your dog. And she didn't even, she was like, okay. Like, she doesn't know me from Adam, but it's I'm gotta sure. It's got to be better than the situation the dogs and no matter who you are. Yeah, because I obviously care. So I go from the cigarette store to the vet. <laughs> now I'm gone for hours. You got a puppy in one arm, two cartons of cigarettes, cigarettes, and you bust into the vet. <laughs> So, yeah, so I uh, walk into the vet and I said, I gave him the whole story. You know, I'm like, this is not, I did not abuse this dog. I'm taking this dog. I just kidnapped this dog yes. with, these, with these cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the cigarettes and the dog came free. So I give him the story. And so we're, you know, checking out the dog while the dog had uh, a couple of broken ribs. It, it had an old broken, it was it was healed, but of a fracture in the leg that was never attended to. They sutured up the eye or the, the cut above the eye. Sorry, not the eye. Bandaged all four feet. So now I come home to, <laughs> you know, I've been gone, I don't know, three and a half, four hours. And I come home and my husband's like, um, why do you have a dog <laughs> where the hell have you been <laughs> why do you have this dog that's like bandaged and bruised Looks like and Franken -dog. Like, oh my god it really did and so i gave him the story and he was like we're not keeping the dog and i said we're not keeping the dog but like we have to do we have to find this dog a home right you know so we did it it took because there was a lot of criteria you had to meet <laughs> for, for me to give the up the checklist, dog. Like Sherry's got a yeah. whiteboard with like <laughs> the 35 right. things that you must accomplish to have this dog. That's right. Yeah. But uh, it, it eventually healed and uh, we found it a good home. And that's the end of that story. Yay. But <clears throat> I don't understand why people think that animals are just like, they're, I mean, they're an object to them. They're a material thing. Like it can be had or it could be gotten rid of. Yeah. I, I guess they're, they're disposable. Like they're just a disposable right. thing in the house. Like, oh, I don't like this picture frame anymore. I'll just get rid of it. Right. That's not an animal. Yeah. It's not an animal. And I think the other thing about, I think the other thing about animal shelters is people think they're adopting a dog with a problem. Right. I think people think, Oh, There's a stigma yeah. to animal shelters. Oh, they're all bad dogs or they're all injured dogs or sick. Or they all pee in the house and that's right. why somebody got rid of them. And that is just not, not the true. case. Yeah, it's just not. So 
if you're considering an animal, please consider going to a shelter. They do the best they can. You know, I always said if I were a millionaire, and this still holds true, by the way. So if I were to win the lottery t- tomorrow, which is tough because I'm not playing, but that's I, what I always <laughs> said. Like, I'm not a gambler, so I don't know how it's going to happen. But if I were to win the lottery tomorrow, I would open an animal shelter. But I would run it the right way, you know, which is in my head so much better than anybody else could do. But I've never run one before, so it would probably be like every other animal shelter. But right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I really want to be able to help as many animals as I can. And I've always been that kid where, you know, a stray dog is walking down the street and I'm like, oh, we have to save it. And, you know, that's just who I've always been. And I know you're the same way. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And my kids are all the same way. I mean, my older boys all volunteer. I mean, did volunteer, not anymore. They're grown, some are out of state, but with their dad, my ex-husband, they always volunteered at the animal shelter. And doing the grunt work, right. not the fun, go pet a dog for a day. Oh, no. They were cleaning cages, shit yeah. out of kennels, right. you know, things of that nature. Um, just a quick cute story was my yeah. daughter, Angie, we can never see any animal that's out in the wild. I mean, a dog or a cat that should be domesticated. Yeah. Or we've like, we're hunting for it for days because it can't, <laughs> you know, what if it's lost, mommy? Yeah. You know, it's owners are crying, blah, blah, blah. And we had this white cat. And you could tell it was someone's cat that they just let out. Got out. Also. But our cats are indoors. Yeah. But you could tell this was probably an indoor-outdoor cat. Well, it kept running, you know, from where I assume its house was, you know, to the parks around the school. So every day, Angie's like, stop the car. Stop the car. We got (laughs) to catch the white cat. And I'm like, Angie, I'm telling you right now, because we keep seeing that cat, it's someone's cat. You can tell it's fat. It's taken care of. It doesn't look skinny and sick. And then one day I had to stop again because we <laughs> saw the cat by its house or whatever. And now people started stopping behind me to try to catch the cat. And I'm like, and it could have been lost or a wild cat. There was no posters. I, I subscribe to all that stuff. The lost animals. Yeah. I'm on oh, all I those know. pages. So God forbid you lose an animal by my village. You're fine. <laughs> I'm on it. And so is Angie. But, but anyhow, but yeah, no. So I just raised my kids, you know, to also be like that. But that's what's, you know, a lot of times, you know, people just dump their animals. Those are the animals that are in shelters. They're not bad. Right. You know, yeah. get them. Please and, adopt, don't shop. Yes. And a lot of times they dump, I mean, working at the animal hospital, I'd show up, I'd show up to open up in the mornings and there'd be a bag full of kittens. On the, on the porch. It's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I mean, spend the $300 or what? I, I honestly, I don't right. know how much it costs anymore. I will just say that. So don't write in and yell at me and tell me it's $500. It probably is. I don't know. But because my animals came neutered when I got them. When you adopted <laughs> when them. You, yes. When I adopted them. But spend the money and just, why? Right. Or if you're in a horrible, there is, you know, situations where people have to move across the country and they. Right. I I always say you can't take that. You shouldn't have gotten the dog if you're going to move and you can't take it with you. But, you know, I've been in that situation once before and was freaking out trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do. And there are situations if that is the case 
do not put them outside in a box at oh the shelter. God. The shelter, even if they say, you're a jerk, we hate you, whatever, they're going to take your dog. Don't leave it, and it's going to get out of the box, get run over, you know, run in yeah, the street, whatever. I'm, oh, you I'm don't looking, like that? No, I'm looking at you weird because actually shelters will turn people away and tell them that they're too full. So well, that's that, why they but, do it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But but uh, listen, better I, to I'm try. not condoning it. Right. Yeah, I'm not condoning it at all. But it, it, it does infuriate me that shelters are like, sorry, we don't have the room. But they don't have the room because people are shopping instead of adopting. Right. So instead, and this has not happened to me because I thank God. Everybody knows by now that I'm a realtor, but I have heard stories where people have left the house and left the animal in the, in house, the house by itself. Yeah. Just fend for yourself. Yeah. What? What, I don't what see. Is the I think we just don't do? have a part in our brain that understands that because I just can't oh understand. No. Like my cat, my one cat was sick last week. And like every day I'm like, you know, like freaking out. <laughs> and the cat, my cats are getting old, you know, like. Oh, they're not old. Well, they're going to, they're going on 10. Yeah, that's not old. I know, but well, but that's it's middle ager. It's yeah. not like it's a kitten. Right. Yeah. But, and I'm like, oh my gosh, which that did happen. And we all found out I spent like two, $3,000 on the cat <laughs> to fix it. But yeah, I just, there's no part in my brain that can figure how people would just ditch a dog like no me either outside your house in an abandoned house leave it outside a shelter door i can't i can't process it like no. i'm totally closed-minded there's no open mind on that situation to me there's black and there's white and there's no gray yeah i totally agree a hundred percent agree but that's why we're friends because we we think alike when it comes to that i mean i did have a friend that uh i never Here's the other thing I don't understand. Some people get dogs and they love their dog. She loved her dog. Okay. But the dog is kept outside all the time. Why do you have a dog? I, I don't I understand. I don't get outdoor dogs. It, it's just not something that I can comprehend. I mean, I'm also not a person who will feed my dog at a table. So, you know. Right. There's a happy medium, you know. <laughs> Right. But I don't understand getting a dog and then letting it live outside its whole life. I just don't get that at all. Right. I mean. Unless you're sitting outside for six to eight hours a day with yeah, the dog. Paying attention with the dog. And I mean, I'm talking, you know, 20 below zero dogs outside. I, I don't I don't get it. I'm also no longer friends with that person. But, <laughs> but that's not why. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, I. We just really wanted to talk about why we think you should adopt and not shop, especially uh, with the holidays coming. Please, please consider if you're going to adopt an animal, you need to consider what kind of life change that is going to be for you and your family before you do it, because it's not a short term thing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's financially. A lifestyle wise yeah everything if yeah you're, if you're going out of town every weekend and you can't take the animal with you don't you might want to think about it right yeah or i mean because kevin and i travel a lot yeah but you have cats are a lot well what easier I, what i was gonna say is 
Kevin and I travel a lot, but we can hire a pet sitter to come in for the time that we're right. gone because well, we that's can afford I mean, to financially do that. too. Right. right, you have to be able to. That's when we got the cats. We we had dogs before. When yeah. the last dog died, they wanted another dog. But I said, "Mommy, I was divorced at the time. We cannot afford a dog walker." And yeah. I was working in the office right at yeah. the time. I said, "Who is walking this dog during the day?" And we lived on the third floor of a condo building. Yeah. Like that is not fair to no. a dog. We are not getting a dog. We can't afford it. And Everybody we cannot give it the attention we want. So we went with yes. one kitten and then another. <laughs> and now we have three. And it's almost 10 years later. So and, and the cats, they could stay home. They don't. They're not right. like dogs. They they yeah. you know, you can leave their food out. You can. Yeah. You know, they go in a litter box. Right. Yeah. You're not going to come home to a house full of poop like if you left a dog. So. Oh, that's actually a funny story. Okay, one more quick story. And then I have to end this podcast because it's way too long already. But (laughs) uh, Chewy, the dog that I was talking about earlier, I had been at the animal hospital. This was after the fact that he was already trained. Okay, And getting along well with everybody. and, And we also had two cats. So two cats and a dog in an apartment in a two flat in the city. We came home one day and I hadn't been home all day and he hadn't been home all day. And so it had been 10, 11 hours, right, since we were home. And so we were both in a hurry to get home to let the dog out. And when when I walked into the house, it smelled like dog poop. So I knew he had pooped somewhere. This dog was so smart, he pooped in the litter box. <laughs> he was like well this is where i, I see the cat go <laughs> now the cats were pissed off and peed on the bed i was gonna but... say because they're now not gonna no, go in there anymore no, they were not going in there that day oh my gosh that's too funny but i thought it was hilarious that is hilarious. smart dog smart dog yeah <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and if you'd like to comment on this or any other show you can do so by emailing me at lifewithasherryontop at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.